2: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void more prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: When we made our McDonald's spicy chicken McNuggets, you were praise hands emoji. Then we ran out and you were streaming tears emoji. Now they're back. So you can be grinning face with sweat emoji. Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Break out the party hat emoji, cause a six-piece spicy chicken McNuggets is just $2.50. And if that's not enough, try a spicy McCrispy or a spicy deluxe McCrispy. And if that's not enough, there's always the sauce. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Hello, listener, and welcome to this content podcast. We've got insight from marketing experts on the Adidas Numbers Up promo, as well as market expertise as we discuss making coins and player prices in the build-up to Black Friday, plus all the usual content and thoughts, as well as a tough week for Pound for Pound Powerhouse. I'm your host, Ben. You're listening to the Foot Weekly Podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from, and made possible by the pod's patron supporters. Hello, and welcome to week nine's content podcast. It's certainly been an interesting week of content. And with me, we have a great panel of guests to go through it all. First of all, it's YouTube legend, AirJapes FIFA. Hello, welcome. Hello, Ben. Happy to be back for another pod. It's been a busy
3: week of FIFA releases and promos and semi-spicy. You know, I don't know if, I don't know how they do it in the UK, but like when you order Thai food, you get to be like, how spicy do you want it? On a scale of one to
1: 10 this week, and FIFA's like <laughs> a Five or six, maybe? Yeah, not the most exciting in some ways, but definitely interesting to talk about. And we also have with us to do that, Nate, the Foot Accountant. How are we, Nate? Howdy, Ben.
4: We are doing pretty good. It's, um, I feel like this is like coming to a screeching halt after last week with like all of the crazy base icon and the preview packs, like every other day making everything go crazy. Now we're just kind of like, kind of just EA's pulled back the reins and we're like,
1: uh, what? (laughs) Definitely. It'll be interesting to talk about. And the next guest hasn't been on the podcast before, making their debut, a content creator for Chicago Fire, amongst other things. Case, welcome to the pod.
0: Hello, Ben. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here and talk content. Uh, This is actually my first podcast that I've ever been on. So thank you for letting me have my first time on a podcast.
1: Ah, no, it's a pleasure. And I wanted to ask a little introductory question so people maybe know a bit more about Chicago Fire as well. Uh, it's an MLS, an MLS club, of course. With the majority of listeners being UK, Scandinavian, Australian, New Zealand, those parts of the world, they may not have an MLS club. So, and I'm sure Jake's going to pack you here, also being from Chicago, why should their MLS club be a Chicago Fire?
0: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Honestly, Chicago's a lovable city. You love them on the pitch and the virtual pitch. And so we're in a rebuilding year, as we'd like to say, uh, for the actual first team.
3: How long has Chicago been having a rebuilding year?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a couple years. Uh, I'd say that we've been rebuilding since Bastion Schweinsteiger. So, I mean, we made the playoffs when Basti played for us. Uh, We haven't made them Mm. since. But honestly, I'm very, very excited about the virtual pitch. So this year we signed four gamers, which is the most we've ever done. We have Kid Mamito, uh, Hectic Jukes, and BITW7, plus myself. So we'll have a lot of pros competing for us, so everyone can root for us on the virtual pitch as well. And then obviously we have a brand new logo, which is in FIFA 22 this year, so that's really fun. It's better than the last one, so if you guys want to ever rock our kit in-game, rock the badge, rock your stadium, um, it's a good look. So excited about everything that 22, 2022 has to offer, both on the real pitch and uh, in FIFA.
3: Nice. The new C logo is for me, is my logo of choice, not just because of you know, I suppose Chicago and the fire, but also because it's an easy representation of the chip life.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like with
3: the so the double meaning yeah. and the colors are just much better. And it is a far and away improved version of uh, what will someday be weird Chicago fire memorabilia for the year that was last year.
0: Yes, definitely. It feels like Chicago. So we're excited about it.
1: Nice. So that was a good sales pitch from both of you. I think uh, that will have gone down well, hopefully a few more fans of Chicago Fire. So let's move on to what will be pound for pound, a little bit of a tougher week for pound for pound powerhouse this week because of the players that have come out not being quite so enticing, I would say, but we'll talk more about that in a second. For those who don't know, this is what we think is the best value player over the past week or so. And they can be a player from an SBC off the market we do run a poll on this on twitter so people can check out and vote over there at foot weekly pod last week it was very close between Rule breakers Fellaini, who was richards choice and Rule breakers defensive gosens which was jape's choice but that didn't matter in the end because i steamrolled it with Rule breakers garoda so we will see whether jape's can get himself a win or perhaps someone else this week let me start with a listener suggestion and this is from tim is hiding he's gone for adidas numbers up delhi alley he says, I know, I know. Here comes the Delhi Ali fanboy to talk about how good this awful card is. But hear me out. I have a hunter on him and I'm playing him as a cam in 3 5 2 behind Son and Jota. Delhi finishes everything and he's surprisingly good on the ball, even though he has only 72 balance. The rest of his dribbling stats are incredible, especially his reactions, ball control, and composure. Those three will also go up. Is he the paciest player? No, he is strong though, and has a rocket of a shot, even on his left foot and connects play well. His 83 passing is a lie because it's brought down by free kicks and crossing. Very true. Look at his other passing stats. They're excellent for the position. 28k on PlayStation. I paid over 50k and I don't care. He's not leaving my team. There we go. Uh, He said bias, but I have heard quite a few people Saying that that Deli Alley is much better than he looks, which is fair enough. I think his stats do look all right. It's just that pace that could be a concern, but people are still using the likes of Pogba. So that does make sense. Let's move on to Jape's, your nomination for Pound for Pound this week.
3: Uh, see, this is like a little bit of a tough one for me. On last week's pod, we discussed or I discussed how I was staying as far as I. That- way as I could from that farmers league (laughs) and lo and behold in an untradable pack this week I got the man Jonathan Bamba Mm. or the rule breakers Bamba and that card is filthy
2: Mm.
3: really really good I think he's like 110k now 92 rated left wing can be a 92 rated cam 92 rated center forward Uh, Put a finisher chem on him. He's got 99 agility, 97 balance, 99 dribbling, 96 finishing, 94 shot power. And his passing stats, just baseline, are outrageous. They're so high. And he was just a menace over the course of the weekend. So I feel like I have to give him a shout because he was basically just coming back to me and being like, Japes, you said you weren't going to do this. I would beg to differ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, change the stars there. I I mentioned him on the pod last week, didn't I? I was like, oh, you've used him before. Do you reckon you'll use him again? And And I
3: was like, no, no, I'm not using anybody from the league. Like, I'm staying as far away from PSG as I possibly can. And lo and behold, he fit into my squad easily because I picked up Theo Hernandez and can link him with Griezmann Mm. and Benzema. And so I was like, all right, yeah, I will toss you and see what's up. So he'd be probably number one, but I'm going to give my 1B, which is the player of the month, Giovanni Simeone
1: okay yeah
3: he so for all of 30k or whatever you get a striker that with a hunter is 93 rated in game as 99 jumping 99 heading accuracy 98 acceleration 97 sprint speed 96 positioning 97 finishing 97 shot power his shots from distance are no good but he's got 99 volleys as well and he's just like really really solid 88 base short passing like just really really good and amazing value at that position he's been you know really pretty fun to play with oftentimes i just bring him off the bench his i would say like his positioning is not elite mm. but he's and the three-star weak foot lets him down but to have that kind of player come off the bench for you he has scored many a late goals for me
1: Yeah, actually, we might have to take that as your answer because I think Bamba might be pushing it considering his last promo and I reckon he'll walk it if we allow that. And uh, if our guests here have come up with ones like Tim, which are more recent, um, we should probably put Simeone in instead. Um, But it's quite funny, actually, that Simeone being out because, of course, David Beckham is out as well at the moment as an SBC, the mid version, and that's actually quite good value. But his... SBC is apparently celebrating him wearing the Adidas Predators in the 1998 World Cup when he actually got a red card for kicking out at the father of Giovanni Simeone, who you're just talking about, his father being, of course, Diego. So, yeah, <laughs> fun little fact there. Right, Nate, hit us with your pound for pound for this week.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go from a value uh, standpoint here again. I'm going to go with mm. the team of the week, 8, 86 rated and Kunku, mm. just because of the fact that he already had that SBC obviously the passing or the what was the other one the shooting boost SBC uh, during Rule Breakers and this Inform card is coming in at about 43,000 coins at the moment on both consoles and compared to the SBC it's like 120,000 coins less than what it was when it came out and there's not a huge difference in the cards Um, and people absolutely love that Rule Breakers version so I just think that for a hundred and what was it like 50k 170k for what he was now this inform being out at like 40,000 coins with less passing than the rule breakers but you put a chem style on it and it's virtually the same card i think that is pound for pound value wise i feel like that uh
1: that gets my shout this week nice yeah that's a good one and uh we move on to case who are you gonna go for
0: This one might be a little pricey, but uh, in terms of new promo cards, I wanted to choose one of those that excites me the most. So I'm going with Militao, Eder Militao. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: There
0: wasn't much to choose from for the new promo, but he is a very, very exciting card. I think... Right now, he's going for around 400 k which is a bit pricey, but I think he is worth it. He links with so many different people. I'm currently running with Mendy and Carlos Alberto, um, and so he easily links with those. He's got, uh, obviously, the dribbling is going to be upgraded. He's 80 dribbling right now, 85 pace, 85 defensive awareness, 84 physical, medium, medium work rates. And so it's just a solid card. I mean, I think everyone, when they saw that announcement go out for the uh, numbers up promo. They looked at that card and we're excited about it. So that is definitely my vote for the pound for pound.
1: Yeah. And actually the listeners probably won't be happy about this because you've given me a great excuse to bang on yet again about reactions because he has the highest reactions <laughs> of any non-icon center back in the game. Only Maldini and Lothar actually have higher. Also, he'll of course be getting an upgrade to that reaction stat when there is a dribbling boost plus five in uh, late December, that will put him up probably to ninety nine, even, which is pretty crazy at this point. And if you look at him compared to the Marquinhos, I mean, he's not quite as good, but the difference—they're both live, four hundred to seven hundred k for the Marquinhos—it is quite a big jump and does suggest this is decent value. Um, but I can't help but notice you mentioned the Carlos Alberto. You didn't get him from an icon pack, did you? I that
2: did. Is yes. Incredible.
0: So got, I've had very good pack luck the past couple of weeks, so he was my base mm-hmm. icon.
4: Wow. wow. That's that very good. Did you do it at night? No, basically? I I did not. And it's expiring in three hours,
1: so I'm not tempted. <laughs> and uh, Jake, what about you? Any uh, Ronaldinho's to annoy me with? Oh, yes.
3: Oh, uh, I mean, after Ronaldinho last year, I had to, Ben. I had to. Yeah, yeah And yeah, so, yeah, you know, the the new animation, the way it releases, it goes off. I see the Argentina flag. Yes. I see the cam. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> spicy. Give me another attacking player. Maradona, it's in the bag. But if you remember, Ben, on last week's pod, I asked for a new icon. You know, one that I maybe didn't have a ton of experience, you know, having played with before. And the FIFA gods listened. And they gave me Raquel May. (laughs) So I took a (laughs) fat, fat, fat L on that one, which is okay. But I, you know, I tossed him into the squad. And he's maybe scored eight goals for me over the course of 20 games. He's better than you'd expect looking at his stats but i just don't think he's gonna stand the test of time i sort of didn't even like lose his pace i was like whatever this is ridiculous i'm gonna just put a (laughs) finisher on him and try to get those stats up and
1: he can't polish yeah he's 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 not (laughs) good he's not good yeah it's probably time to move on but i'll just quickly drop in my pound for pound actually because i haven't done that yet and it's someone that i would like to point out actually make sure i get it in there because i think he's someone that could definitely rise and i was wondering whether you might be mentioning him, Nate. He's about 15k at the moment and it is the Klaus, the League 1 right back. He's a featured team of the week this week. He has maxed out pace with the shadow. He has really high defensive stats actually, but 78 defensive awareness, which isn't brilliant. 92 agility, which is good. All right, short passing, not the best at 79, but should do a job. High, high work rates, which is good. He's just an all-round very solid French right back, which there aren't many. And Michele is the only other option. He's quite expensive, actually. And also, I think Klaus is a bit different, a bit more agile, a bit more nimble, maybe. But also links to the Fafana, the player of the month, who, although he's very difficult to link, is a nightmare to play against. So if you want a strong link for your Fofana, well, you may have already picked him up, but it's worth looking at him and maybe considering the Fafana if you've hated playing against him like me, because there's now a good strong link there. So that's worth bearing in mind. Uh, but let's move on to the... Uh, promo that we're going to talk about of course the one that came on friday a bit contentious i would say and uh, i'll explain roughly how it works first of all so this is the adidas numbers up or adidas numbers up uh promo at launch they have an upgrade one of their stats getting upgraded more and that's dependent on what boots they wear right so example here we have xiao felix he's got a boost to 90 paces other stats have also got an upgrade but that one gets more of an upgrade Then in late December, we will see another upgrade for these plus five on the numbers up attribute and plus one on the other attributes. So Charles Felix would go from a 90 pace player to a 95 pace player. And then in late April, we see a third upgrade taking the numbers up attribute to a 99 and a plus one on the other attributes. It's fair to say this hasn't gone down especially well, partly because of the fact that it is I suppose, so heavily sponsored in a way and feels like it's catering towards probably what Adidas Adidas want rather than uh, what the foot player wants. Surely, though, EA want to make sure it's desirable and something that they can get behind. At least from my experience, this is something that would be probably
3: negotiated like a year out, long time coming, tons and tons to sign off. I am shocked, frankly, that it took this long for a promo like this to happen I think maybe before Mm. they've done like special kits but a specific full-blown promo there's a lot of sign-off that had to happen for this promo Uh, a lot of approvals um, probably a decent spend and I look if I'm on Adidas side I'm like yeah I want to get my brand in front of more of these players you know around these special cards how are we going to do it for a promo that lasts over the course of a year, though? Because, you know, I don't want to flash in the pan, want to done for two weeks, right? Do I think it's surprising that this is hit just shy of Black Friday or Cyber Monday? I don't. Mm-hmm. So I, like, from a brand marketing standpoint for Adidas, I'm like, this is probably a major dub, right? Think about the engagement impressions mm-hmm. that they're getting for this. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. And they're going to continue to get over the course of the year like, people are going to be talking, oh, Adidas, like, uh, what is it called? The Numbers Up promo. Every time that one of these cards gets an upgrade, it's like a nice cadence over the course of the year. So I, from the Adidas standpoint, now from the EA standpoint, I don't know. You know, the if this had become, <laughs> if the cards were the best cards ever in the history of FIFA that are that were getting released, like, people be like, WTF. So, yeah. I don't, it's just a tricky situation to navigate. But as like, as far as like a full promo where the numbers are changed, like, uh, I suppose I'm a FIFA purist and it rubs me like a little bit wrong. But like the marketer in me is like, hats off to Adidas, man. You're going to get your value on this 100%.
1: Yeah, but then do you not think that if this isn't popular or people don't like it, then it's not good for
4: the brand? Yeah, maybe a a little bit. But like, like Jape said too, like just the fact that they're getting their name is literally plastered all over fifa right now it's plastered all over fifa mm-hmm. social media youtube videos tiktoks tw- uh, twitch streams like yeah. everything like <laughs> people that are getting on fifa it's on the loading screen like it's just adidas all over they have the boot mm-hmm. names up there you know like so i think even if the reception from the hardcore fifa user base is like not as accepting as other promos i still think for adidas they're going to be happy because they're getting their name out in front of so and people many people are
3: not talking negatively necessarily about the brand. I don't think they're just talking about no, like no. they're reacting to the cards themselves. That's true. Yeah. I think Right. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to the focus is going to be on the card. We might say, ah, I don't know, the promo cards were like fine, but we're not going to say like, oh, Adidas isn't fine. Their stuff is garbage. Like that has nothing to do with it. It's just now Adidas is super top of mind for us.
4: Yeah. To be fair, I think the whole like the idea and it is pretty cool, like based on what Players actually wear the boots in real life. I think it is really cool, but obviously, I I think if you look at the concept of the whole promo, there was it was always going to be some cards were going to be a bit of a letdown. Like Matt's Hummels, like if his card is going to be more quote unquote usable or meta, like he needs the pace upgrade, but he doesn't wear those boots in real life. So yeah, you know what I mean. But I I think the idea is still cool, and I totally understand why people are like these cards don't have that much hype because. I mean, they did give a fair amount of pace upgrades, but it just seems like that first upgrade comes soon, and then after that, it's like, okay, team of the season will be here before these guys get ninety nine.
1: Yeah, yeah, do you think, case that part of the reason why this has been disappointing is because rule has, has been really good? I, I don't know whether that's just me thinking this, but it feels like people have really enjoyed it, and there's been a lot of good options, and even road to the knockout stage has, I think, been quite popular. What are your thoughts on on this compared to that and, and just on the numbers up promo, I guess?
0: Yeah, I think, honestly, in general, the FIFA community can be very critical of promos. The better they get, the more that they expect moving forward. I think since Summer Heat, that's been my favorite promo of all time, mm. people have expected a lot and they keep expecting more and more. And so then this hits us and they don't understand the work that goes into it. And the conversation that they have had to have with every single one of these players, are you going to wear the Predators? Are you going to wear the Copas? And they can't just throw out cracked cards and expect adidas to just uh jump onto it and so overall i think it's a really good look for Marketing as a whole, obviously, I'm in marketing. And so I look at it from a brand standpoint. And there's a lot of ways they could have gone about it. And they could have just slapped their logo on it, right? But it's interactive. People are going to be looking at these players. Oh, is he wearing the Predators? He is. And that's in their mind. That's an Adidas brand. And so um, it's keeping things top of mind. But yeah, I think overall, the FIFA community is pretty critical. And so they're going to look at this and not be excited. but. Hopefully, we'll have some uh, new promos to come, and then this will just kind of linger in the background.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe by that third upgrade, we'll all be wearing Adidas Predators. And uh, yeah, I think it is a fair point. You know, Rule Breakers was really good. This isn't as bad as people make out, I don't think. But of course, people compare promos to other promos even this cycle so far rule breakers was really excellent as i said and i think also the card design doesn't have anything coming out of the boundaries of the card so you know (laughs) you can always tell it's not going to be the most exciting when you don't see that in the design but that's a minor point relative to what i was going to say next which is also the the prices are quite high and i think that might be because there's only a few which are really really desirable and people maybe weren't so excited to open packs for it
4: yeah there's a point to that as well and i think ea controls that a little bit with the type of packs that they put in the store, per se. Um, Because on Friday, we had it started off with just 25K packs and 45K packs. And then they kind of dropped, it's really weird, like an hour or two after that, they dropped 50Ks. uh, But there weren't any previews um, released at all since the Adidas cards have come out. And multiple times during the Rule Breakers promo, we had previews. And I really think that those previews, I think, make a lot of people actually... Open packs and either whether they're spending coins or whether they're you know they don't want to lose coins and they put on fiva points to buy that pack instead. Mm. I think EA's EA seen a big impact with those, but yeah,
1: well, they said that they'd led to an increase in monetization and engagement, maybe in their earnings school, so clearly working for them and having an impact as we've seen. It doesn't look like we'll have a team two for this because they didn't say team one with the first team, which they normally do, so that's perhaps worth noting and maybe a popular move for many out there who haven't been a particularly big fan the upgrades that have come out though the 82 plus passing upgrade specifically although it's more players it looks like a pretty good return in terms of uh, giving people fodder players because obviously only so many cards have 82 plus passing and they tend to be higher rated i think there's 60 odd players there the vast majority i think all but maybe 10 or so are 84 plus plus mat Foot trading has been doing these in order to stock them up for team of the year because of course those players are almost all going to have 82 plus passing and there aren't a huge number of other players in that pool so let's take a break on that and we'll be back to look ahead to what's to come in the near future and to talk making coins with nate the foot accountant we'll be back in just a moment so you'll have probably heard before that foot weekly is made possible by our supporters and that could be anyone it could be you for example but it's also shane who's the founder of mystique jerseys shane's a long-term supporter of the pod and he's offering 10 percent off the premium box for foot weekly listeners what that means is for a special rate of just over 30 pounds plus a little bit more for postage depending on where you are in the world you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt, which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club. And you can also specify which particular color too in case it's not going to suit you. So if you would like to take advantage of that, you just head over to Mystique Jerseys, which is M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then Jerseys, com and then use the code footweekly so f-u-t weekly to get that 10% off a huge thanks to shane and mystic jerseys for supporting the pod and all those supporters out there keeping the podcast going you could be one of them it's just three pounds a month and you'll be keeping the podcast going too of course just search support FootWeekly and if you do decide to support a huge thank you for doing so and enjoy those bonus podcast episodes right let's get back into part two so getting back into it, we could start with the flashback Alvaro Morata, which seems to be flashing back to the time that he wore some Adidas boots, as has been the theme here. And it's a very expensive SBC, considering some of the options that are out there. Uh, we, of course, have had an Arnautovic rule breakers, who is mm. 14k and this SBC is 90. I'd argue the Arnautovic is better, if not harder to link. Jates, I know you've got a bit of Syria going on. I mean, I
3: just did the... Uh, Simeone card. Yeah, not doing another Serie A striker.
1: Yeah, and then that Simeone was like 30k or something, as we said. This I guess has four star weak foot, Morata maybe.
3: I think Simeone's passing is is better, and their dribbling stats are like probably pretty close, like close ish. Mm. This is another one, Ben, where I'm like, I don't understand the pricing
1: on these. These are too serious. Like, mm. Are you doubling prices for Weakfoot now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they were, then the uh, player for the month, Salah, which I was going to talk about briefly, would be significantly more expensive. Uh, obviously, having three-star Weakfoot is probably his one flaw in a way and something that doesn't matter too much. He's still ridiculous in game. I've played him quite a few times now and he's very good. But someone that, I think, unless you're a Liverpool fan or have lots of fodder, want to use fodder, you're probably not going to necessarily... Think that it's the best use of coins, considering the inform is only a minus one on most stats, and he's like almost half the price. Nate, I'm curious as to well, right now when we're recording, this the base icon is going to be going away?
4: And like his price might settle under like eight hundred thousand coins, maybe in that high seven hundreds potentially to do that SBC. Mm. But like I, I saw many people mention this on Twitter as well. Like you can just go buy his inform that's cheaper and he might get another special card that'll be 92 rated and end up being cheaper on the market in the next like a couple weeks anyway because he's just on an absolute tear another inform or if they do like a team in the knockout stage maybe mm. and with black friday on the horizon i mean that informs probably gonna if they were to do best of team a of week again i know we might talk about black friday in a bit but i mean that mm. inform would be dropping in value and that salah is out for another 20 some days so
1: Yeah, good point, actually. And uh, Case, any interest in Player of the Month Salar at all?
0: I already packed his inform, so (laughs) I feel (laughs) like I'm just going (laughs) to all the pack luck. So that is the reason why I did not complete this one specifically. But no, the card looks very, very good. I also think this card would have been better pre-patch. Obviously, he has Finesse Trait. um, And so that kind of changed the way in which I looked at different cards. um, And that's Finesse Trait specifically. I don't necessarily lean towards those type of cards anymore.
1: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And Let's move quickly into season two because we had the start of the new season. There were some mess ups, which is really frustrating around champs and rivals, things like that. Some people didn't have their points and didn't have access to the playoffs. And I think that did actually seem to affect the quality of opponent in finals. It felt quite strong. Um, We'll see how that develops over the course of the season. But I would also point out the level 15 players. I think the choice will be quite obvious. The English centre back is definitely the best option. The German Uh, doesn't look that amazing. Three star, three star, even if he has got pace and could be useful for some objectives, of course. And there is also a Portuguese goalkeeper, I think is just not a good option, basically. I guess we are moving towards icon swaps potentially at some point. So these players may be useful. Nate, when are you expecting that? Maybe early December or something?
4: I think it was early December or like right at the end of November last year. I think it was around Mm. that time. But this is the one thing that I'm maybe a little even frustrated with is Last year, we had all this communication before the year started on, okay, icon swaps are going to be in the game. Look for them around this time. Okay, the icons are going to be in packs. Like they haven't even told us like the plan for base, mid, prime icons because usually prime icons are coming mid December. That's how I did it last year, and we we just don't have any communication on that. And I think that's one thing I'm yeah. looking for and just curious about like that might give us some clues on when the icon swaps might be. I think there's a lot of people that want it. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because it is normally the start of a new season when we get swaps, yeah. but I don't know whether it's going to come sooner or later, but I know what you can do, which can help a lot is actually delay just picking that level 15 player. Very true. But once it gets to the objectives for icon swaps or a particular objective, you realize that one of those players is going to be useful then you can pick the player you can actually just leave it there sitting for a while which is what i've done in the past and especially if it's not going to make your first team i wouldn't have thought or most of them won't so that is something you can uh, consider potentially also we've had league SBCs, which are certainly interesting this year they're the first ones we've had we've got three league un uh, mls and erda vc but i mean i think there's no player involved at the end of it, which is pretty standard now, but they're not very specific requirements, are they? So they're, they're pretty grindable.
4: Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, it's only four SBCs and they're repeatable. So if you think of it this way, if you if you ever want to go stack packs for a promo, all you have to do is go do the League One Uber Eats SBC and you're getting a small prime goal players pack and a mega pack every time you do it. Um, mm. If you're willing to, sp- to spend... I think right now it's like not the craziest value in terms of like, it's not like the whole SBC is less than what the mega pack is. It's like 50 K to do the league one. I think the MLS one is the cheapest or maybe air busy, but um, yeah, yeah, bronze pack method. If you're like, if you're spending a lot of time grinding the menus with BPM, those bronze players are selling and you can get packs back. So if you like that grind, then this is, this is perfect. And they made it easier this year again, with only having the four squads. And so I feel sorry for people on, you know, like Reddit and Twitter, that were creating big spreadsheets about all right, these players this year from these clubs, they're going to explode in price <laughs> when the league SBCs oh, come man. out. And all their work has now just been uh, turned to nothing. Uh-oh. So I feel bad for them, but. Uh, yeah i I don't mind that league sbc concept except i do miss the good old days of fifa 18 fifa 19 where we had the player rewards too
1: yeah i feel like there's a lot of nostalgia there for me but at the same time i don't think i really enjoyed spending what two hours completing your league sbc with 20 something squads but yeah i mean case actually do you tend to grind these as sort of a pack recycling option
0: I do, yeah, because obviously there's days during the week when there are not upgrades to do, whether it's player picks, 76+, um, and so having this opportunity available to do separate league upgrades Mm. is definitely exciting, because I always grind the player picks or the 76+, because I think those are more bang for your buck there, um, and in terms of just getting those through and opening for content on stream is important for me, but having the down days and having some type of option other than gold upgrades is important. So I will be grinding those uh, in the weeks to come.
1: Yeah, and actually it should get even better right? as we get more League SBCs. And certainly Bronze Pack Method, as I was saying, has been doing all right and will do presumably much better as a result of this. And for those who aren't familiar with it, basically the idea is you open Bronze Packs, you sell as many players as you can from within those packs to actually sell. But the idea, I think with these SBCs is now you keep your MLS players, put those through the MLS League SBC. Obviously, you're going to make more profit on League Un and Eredivisie players than you would have done previously. And if you really need to, you could buy a few players to complete the MLS League SBC if you really need to. Um, and also, you should get untradables, which you can then put through the League Un and Eredivisie SBCs as well. So it is going to be great for people who like to grind packs. If you're someone who has a lot of time or spends a lot of time on the web app, but doesn't particularly trade actively. This can be a really good, not particularly intense way to generate coins. And if you would like more advice on this, the supporter Discord has a channel where there are people who are pretty expert on this, who I'm sure are happy to answer your questions. So if you're a Gold or Above supporter, would like to be one, then head over there. Uh, You can go to bit.ly slash morepod to sign up. Um, But yeah, for now, let's talk about what's to come. And This has been a bit of a lower week, and I think that often indicates we're going to see some bigger content moving forward. True. Hey, What are your thoughts about what we might see uh, as we lead up to Black Friday? If everything is, you know, insane content all the
4: time, then they're not going to make you like want more. And right now with this week of kind of a little bit of a lull, maybe they continue that through this week and maybe drop a base icon at the beginning of next week. And of course, like kind of make that Black Friday the the excitement and try to build that up and get people like thinking towards that again. So I don't know next promo for this Friday. I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens. If we would have a loading screen, if for a promo, what they would do. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, it, Any option is up for grabs, (laughs) it seems.
1: Yeah, it just feels like it's going to be hard to follow what we've had at the start because Rule Break, as we've said, was very good. We've also had uh, two live promos, which people really like. I guess we're not probably going to get the next one until January now with the next stage of the Champions League. It feels like it's going to have to be something kind of different. uh, Maybe numbers up has reset expectation a bit, but it certainly feels like it's going to be hard to level up from the start. We've had Case.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rule Breakers is just such a great promo for so early in the FIFA run. So mm. I think the start of this year because of Rule Breakers alone was better than last year. I mm. I mean, like Nate said, I think communication would be great uh, in terms of what's to come. I feel like they just throw promos at us without any, <laughs> any uh, regards yeah, to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. giving us a hint or letting us prepare as players. And so... Better communication would be awesome in terms of that. But um, yeah, Rule Breakers kind of killed it. So there's not much better than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Let's move on to some more kind of market-related stuff around what we're going to get. I guess when you're on the podcast last time, Nate, you pointed out, obviously, that the market could dip and people should pick up untradable teams. Actually, considering what happened, you know, was it last week or the week before yeah. with the market dipping quite heavily? It was uh, very well-timed, that bit of advice. <laughs> um, we're we going to continue to see panic or do you think the market's kind of dipped enough? I guess panic is always going to happen, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's true. If you go back like a week ago and you look at some of the prices that have dropped, it, yeah, stuff has definitely gone down, but stuff has actually kind of bounced up a little bit again since that that crazy Sunday with the preview packs and then the base icon upgrade. A lot of your like out of packs stuff has gone up a bit, like your rule breakers cards from team one and two. Road of the Knockouts have kind of rebounded a bit back up the price. It it doesn't feel like people are really preparing yet for Black Friday. And I I wonder if that's just because EA has kept us busy with promos and with things to do. uh, Or if also cards are just so cheap this year that people don't want to sell because like Pogba is 28K. Like how low is he really going to go before he, you know, is SBC fodder. Mm. Some of your like elite tier, top tier players, I think if the content this week continues to be a bit lackluster, people are going to start talking about Black Friday more. So I think that you will see people sell and in, in, in preparation for it. And as it gets closer, but especially like team of the week cards for like best of. But at least right now, there doesn't seem to be a lot of, I guess, people
1: panicking or preparation quite yet. Yeah, we just need my HD gamer to drop his. Black Friday market crash is coming video at some point soon. But if people do have coins because maybe they've sold up or they have got coins and haven't spent them, something like that, are there any methods that you would recommend, Nate, that people could be doing in the meantime, They're relatively safe, I guess maybe not such long-term ones because that could be more risky to hold things? Yeah,
4: it would, the safest thing that I would say would just be continuing to do little like quick flips and there's going to be periods of panic selling, kind of like if you remember what we saw on Monday morning before the base icon SBC, if there's, there's going to be times where, you know, people are selling cards in either in the mornings or into the nighttime. And a lot of times what you see is like when those cards are getting sold and people are just undercutting each other, especially like it e- in the evenings when there's not as many people on, you can just kind of these flipping scenarios kind of arise, like people keep undercutting each other. And then all of a sudden this card is dropped down so much. And once people are done selling that card, it, it kind of just bounces back to or rebounds back up naturally because there was so many undercuts and so many so, so much supply of selling so i would just say like the quick flips like icons are really good to do that with just because they're rare you can still do uh like the chemistry style trading on a lot of the new cards like shadows are still like five thousand coins a pop so people are paying an extra you know sometimes 10k for a shadow or a position change on some of these cards, especially with the new promo cards. That's something like Gio Reyna is really good to chemistry style trade with because he's a cam. So, you know, depending on what formation people use, they might position change him to a center mid or a CDM, maybe even to a striker. So those central players you can do a lot of that with, but just nothing that you really want to hold, I guess, longer term, unless we start to see the SBC fodder levels come down again. And and even in that sense, if I'm, if I'm looking to buy up SBC fodder, then I'm looking to buy 87s, 88s and 89s, because those, those are really the only ones 85s and 86s have moved a little bit, but percentage wise, like those higher tier SBC fodder players, especially if there's another base icon coming soon, those are the cards that have been the most profitable this year and moved in price. So yeah, it's a tricky time because there's a lot of people that are selling and there's not a lot of demand, but. I mean, there's always people out there that are buying a little bit. So if you find some of those pockets and especially some of those times of selling, you can uh, work the market a little bit.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a good point about keeping an eye on fodder if it does drop, if we don't have another SBC that's going to take that high-rated fodder off the market, and uh, they've done pretty well. Those really high-rated players, especially like the non-goalkeeper high-rated, seem to have uh, bounced quite a lot. So it could be worth looking at. Yep. Now I know on the podcast we talk a lot about the market protecting your coins by selling players at the right times and maybe uh, trading a bit and things like that. But I know that isn't how everyone runs their club, and people should do their own thing. If they have an attachment to a player, they may want to keep them. I was interested to know from you, case, actually, is that something you would do? Do you look out for your coins and sell a player if they're going to drop in value?
0: No, I never actually have that thought. I hold players till the end of the year. I will I will have gold Conte in my club <laughs> until probably August. Nice. But no, I learn from people like Nate. I learn from all of the type of traders out there. Little things that I kind of just add into my daily routine. Um, but no, I definitely would not call myself a trader, nor do I think from like a trader's mindset. Um, I hoard cards and especially cards that are like special to me, whether they're my teams that I support or cards that I just think are really great or like even a card that has scored a crazy goal. I won't sell it because it's just like a good nostalgic memory. So I don't know if that's crazy, but I enjoy doing that. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's the great thing about the way the game's evolved. I think there are many different ways to play and you can still get yourself, certainly this year, a very viable team with pretty significant restrictions. I mean, I know Matt for trading puts in a lot of time into his first owner road to glory, but that is incredibly strong despite the fact that there is that restriction there. And many others who maybe aren't as committed as Matt have still managed to build incredible teams taking that approach. And there are just so many different ways to play really. And uh, it's all about doing what you find fun and that might not always be the most efficient thing. And obviously you've got to think a bit longer term, you know, if you think base icon, that's going to be really fun, but it's going to completely destroy your club. Then maybe actually the struggle wouldn't be worth it, but sometimes it might be. And I think that's the the balancing act that we all have to strike when playing foot. And it's part of the fun, but anyway, one question for you case actually you mentioned other teams you support and obviously Chicago fire at the start. Is there a European team that you support too?
0: Yeah. So I'm a city fan. Um, oh, no. I am a huge, huge city fan. I'm an official supporter. But that's pretty much it. There's other clubs that I like. Like I'll I'll watch uh, Bayern here and there because I went to Bastion Schweinsteiger's tribute game a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty much just Chicago Fire and Man City.
1: Jakes will be happy with the Bayern connection for sure. I'm happy with both of those answers. <laughs> 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 like
3: I think my uh, fanboying for Guardiola and perhaps even Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva is no secret.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, nice. All right. Well, um, I think that you know, wraps this up. So thank you very much to uh, Jake, of course for coming on it's been great to have your insight as it always is have fun with everyone's favorite farmer bamba
3: yes yeah, I'm, I'm, the the bamba i just did the essentio spc as well so ooh, i'll be one of those few people out there and people are going to be like is he really using this guy and the answer is going to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so i'll be out there with those two on the wings should be interesting fifa this week but a pleasure to chat all things content again of course if any of the listeners have questions you can tweet me at air japes other than that i'll catch you guys next week
1: yeah it's been great to have you and we also say goodbye to nate the foot accountant thank you very much for coming on where can people catch those almost daily market videos
4: that is just on the youtube channel uh youtube.com slash the foot accountant uh you'll see me there Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, week this week. See what we have on Friday. And especially with all the preparation for Black Friday, which is less than two weeks Mm -hmm. away. So it's it is exciting
1: times for all things supply and demand. Certainly. And finally, thank you very much to Case for making your debut on the podcast. Uh, It was a fantastic debut. Thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a great first podcast to be on. uh, If anyone wants to uh, Check me out. Uh C H I underscore K A C E E on everything. TikTok, Twitch, uh, Twitter, all of those things. But um, yeah, here's two crossing our fingers that we get an Mbappe inform on Wednesday. So No, 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 again.
1: no. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I haven't seen any red Neymars yet. So that in itself suggests maybe we won't see so many red Mbappes running around, which are extremely irritating to come up against, especially when your red picks are as dire as I think most people's probably have been. But anyway, that's all chat for another time, I'm sure. Thank you very much again to all our guests here. Thank you to all your listeners for tuning in. If you would like more podcasts, then of course, subscribe so you get notifications when a new podcast comes out. And if you would like even more podcasts, a bonus episode every week, that's a whole extra podcast each week. Uh, You can do that by supporting the podcast, keeping it going. It's just three pounds a month. And as I said, there's a lot more content there for you and this week there'll be a gameplay podcast with loads of gameplay tips and advice which you can listen to next week it will be the content podcast because the gameplay podcast will be on the main feed for everyone so do check that out you can go to bit.ly slash more pod to support or just search support for weekly uh, to find out more and potentially sign up if you do thank you very much and a big thanks to all those supporters who are supporting and to those icon patrons dave b dj fifa player coach Vass, dougie Chris W, Hugh J, Steve C, David S, Matt L, George, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, Pobius L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Savage P, Eric T, Roger D, Dan W, Silo P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Jake G, Michael P, Springford. Zach O, Dominic G, Ruben D, Kraus, Orion B, Mindor L, Jason O, and Stephen P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato
2: Foote for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros.
1: Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs and ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to the calmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to the calmzone.net. And for now, we'll catch you on the next podcast.